You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. On the Upper East Side, all the world's a stage, and the men and women, merely players. But once a year, Constant St. Jude students shed their usual roles and take on new ones for the senior class play. This year's pick, The Age of Innocence. Before Gossip Girl, there was Edith Wharton, and how little has changed. The same society snobs still reign, only in corsets and horse-drawn carriages. Yay! Hi, guys! This is so exciting! Gossiban-ting. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ant. Yes, we have Ant here this week. He has never seen the series, doesn't know anything about it. We gave him. Book, oh, you read the book? I, no. no, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> We gave him a uh, in-depth briefing over on Patreon. So if you're a pledge, hopefully you took a listen to that. If not, you can check it out over there if you are interested. Uh, it was quite funny to. There was a lot of information. It, it lot there of was a lot. I'm sorry. No, 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 no you okay. did such no, a yeah, good it job. Was, it was great. No, it was great. I'm so glad. Yeah. So this week we watched season two, episode eighteen. The Age of Dissonance. Original air date was March 16th, 2009. This is actually almost over a month from last episode. The last episode was February 6th or uh, 2nd or 6th. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's so one weird. Month, and yeah. on OC, they were one month apart. I mean, totally different years, but. Totally different just, years. Yeah, just, this it, is 2009. Mr. Passover weekend thing. Oh. Maybe could have been early. Be something. I, what the heck do I know? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> what the heck do I know? <laughs> it was written by Robbie Hull and directed by Jim McKay. Summary for this episode is a quite long one. The seniors put on a production of The Age of Innocence and find their personal lives mirroring the play. Serena develops a crush on the play's director, Julian, and it lists Vanessa's knowledge of theater to help her get his attention. Blair receives devastating news about her future that leads her on a witch hunt for the person responsible. Dan and Rachel agree to stay away from each other, but find the promise hard to keep. Meanwhile, Chuck tries to help a new friend, but has to involve a rival from his past. So, I didn't mention Carter in our briefing. No. One, because I didn't want to spoil who the return was for me from Michelle. Fair enough, yeah. Um, and also, you don't really learn much about him in this episode anyway, but he is a rival of Chuck's. They're both wealthy kids. They don't like each other. They butt heads um, quite often. Fun fact, at this point, him and Leighton Meester, who plays Blair, are in a relationship. So it's oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I uh, see, I see. Yeah. So... To reiterate our three past words, the three gossip words from last week, play, return, and misunderstanding now <laughs> is coming to a head, right? Yeah, you understand uh, my words? 100%, obviously, Glad. play. 
yes. the return of Carter right. and everybody's just misunderstanding everybody. Exactly. Sure. I didn't have a pinpoint of misunderstanding. Of course, in this episode, Nate Tessa have a big misunderstanding. Uh, Elle has a misunderstanding with Chuck. Chuck so, has a misunderstanding. Ch- I mean, exactly. Yeah. Everyone, it's all, it's all misunderstandings. Before we get into the episode, as always, I wanted to tell you guys what the glass full of gossip is this week. I decided to name it the pretentious ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did was I literally just put frozen fruit in water because I felt like that was a bougie water and someone who's really pretentious would drink water with fruit in it. They couldn't just drink plain water. Yeah, yeah. So True. that was my thought. True. Okay. I could have went really over the top with something, but that's all I had in my resources. You know, we're quarantined here, so that's my glass full of gossip for the week. It's good. I like it. Okay, I'm glad. So we're going to start out the episode. Going to pretty much do what's happening in school, and then I'll save Chuck for later on because he's really in his own complete world here. Yeah, and this episode, I was saying to Ant, it didn't really jump around a lot. It's pretty much Chuck's storyline and then school. Yeah. Right. Which was helpful for me yeah, to wrap sure. up my notes. You know? Right. What do you so, think the A storyline was? Was it Chuck or was it the play? I would guess the play. I guess. Yeah, With the bigger storyline is what he asked? Yeah, the, the A storyline, you know, like the A, B, and C. Yeah. The play is definitely the A. Even last episode, this was Chuck's... Um, he had like a, a separate story from everyone else, really. Too, they're kind of keeping him on the side for now. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah. we'll get into it. We start out at school. It's required at Constance and St. Jude's to have a senior play. None of the kids want to do it, but this is a requirement. Ridiculous. The thing is, none of them want to do that, but they all can act. Yeah, they all. Act. I know. Like none of them were bo- like bad. None of them were portraying being an actor in a bad way right so you know like they were just acting how they normally would except for nate nate was was bad he was a bad actor right but he also didn't give a shit what you know i clearly didn't care yeah so the play that they are putting on is the age of innocence headmistress queller apparently got this big mucky muck producer julian to come in and do the play for the children because they're going to have um, some critics come to the show. So it's kind of an important deal. Nate mentions that Chuck's not coming because he got a doctor's note for acute stage fright. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's why he it. wasn't there. That's why he wasn't yeah. in the play. Yeah, yeah. While we're getting ready, Blair is discussing with Serena how perfect her life is now and Blair's getting nauseous at the fact that she'll have to be opposite Padge in this play. She can't stand Padge. Yes. And this sparks up a conversation on Serena and her trying not to think of Dan and her only way of doing that is by now having this crush on Julian. And Blair's like, what's with you and the brooding artist? It's like, this is a third one now. We have Dan, who loves to write. Then we had Aaron, who was a painter. And now Julian, a playwriter. So it's like, she obviously has a type. And all brunettes. All brunette. Yes. 
All of a sudden, we hear a scream in the other room. Nellie Yuki is making a scene that she got an early acceptance to Yale. And Blair is obviously perplexed by this because only, generally, only one student from Constance gets an acceptance from Yale. And now we already know Dan has an acceptance from Yale. So I guess they were allowing another student, obviously. It was supposed to be Serena. Then they gave it to Blair. And everything that happened with Blair, now she lost her spot. And now Nellie Yuki has the spot to Yale. And Blair is like, I'm sorry, what has happened here? Yeah. So she runs up to headmistress Queller. Unfortunately, the headmistress had to inform her that they did resend her acceptance to Yale due to an anonymous caller tattling on the reason why she got detention in the first place. And now, remind you, Anne, she got detention for starting this rumor that happened to turn out to be true in the end. But while it was happening, it wasn't true. And right, so right, right. Yeah, she the slander until, got her. Uh, yeah, it, got to, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. They also say hazing a faculty member is a very serious offense. No shit. And, right, and oh, there yeah. isn't anything that Queller can do. And so at that point, Blair heads on stage in a depression. But we go back out to the auditorium where Jenny is actually volunteering to do costumes for the play. Dan is, like, slumped down in a chair and Julian's yelling at him, like, go backstage, what are you doing? And in walks Rachel Carr. And all the teachers are whispering about her. And Dan is witnessing this, and it's obviously upsetting to him. And then it's revealed that uh, Vanessa is doing a documentary on the play, and she comes backstage. And so we kind of get Vanessa involved in this, too. Because Dan sees how upset Rachel is and how awkward it is in the auditorium, he then gets his sister to give Rachel a note. This was awful big mistake number yeah, one stupid <laughs> and i'm like wait why can't they text each other but then i'm like right. maybe it's evidence i don't know no because yes. how would anybody go through any of their phones yeah, send, send right. her a letter but i guess the letter fit the whole play <laughs> yeah and this pretentious lifestyle we live in gossip girl uh, exactly i guess yeah. that's true if just fit with the theme of gossip girl so he gives jenny a letter she goes and distracts the teachers by talking to Rachel and hands her the letter. Jenny waits for her to give her the envelope back in which she has slipped her apartment key into. She wrote back a letter and slips the key into the into the envelope. But his and letter, he's like, we need to talk. And it's written in cursive. It's, it's like, like, we need to talk alone. Where and when. And it just reminded me in school when you get notes like circle yes, circle no. Will you be my boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly what it looked like. This is so dramatic. I know. And so then to make it even more dramatic, they're rehearsing the play and Jenny sees Rufus there, goes up to him and happens to, of course, drop the note on the floor in which Rufus picks up, reads it. I don't know if he read Padge's side, but he definitely read Rachel's side oh, where yeah, it says, sure. you know, meet me tonight at my apartment. Here's the key. And Jenny is like, oh, shit, we're in trouble. Silly. Then, he said, oi. Yeah, I said silly, but yeah, oi, yeah. Oh, sure. silly. Oi's good too. Yeah, like, oi. <laughs> so then we have a quick scene where Blair goes up to Nellie and she is yelling at her, thinking that Nellie is the culprit for tattling on her because Nellie wanted the spot to Yale. 
And she's like, everyone's jealous of me. And Nellie's like, whoa, whoa. Nobody's jealous of you. Everyone hates you. You're evil and nobody likes you. And while it wasn't me, I'm kind of glad that this happened. Yeah, like there's a whole bunch of people that would love to take you down and see you fail. Right. And so there's a Gossip Girl blast that goes off. And it reveals this old secret that Blair has been keeping where, to give Aunt a refresher, she used to date this lord who was having an affair with his father's new wife. But that wife was also sleeping with Nate. With Nate. (laughs) Wow. That's yeah, like, it's a hot mess. And so oh Blair Lord. found out about it. It's a lord. Oh, a lord, lord, exactly. Of course Blair would find a lord, right? Um, so Blair, uh, you know, Blair finds out about this and has kept it a secret, but now the blast has went off and Blair immediately thinks the only other person that knows about this is Vanessa. So she goes to hunt down Vanessa while Serena is speaking with her and it was really funny because Serena's asking Julian for help and he's like yeah 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 nice try Sabrina like he has no idea who she is cracks me up so Vanessa is videotaping and Serena reveals to her that she does have a crush on Julian and she's kind of asking for her help in getting him to notice her because Vanessa's very affluent in the play and and movies and movies movies, right and movies Right. And so Blair comes running over and tries to confront Vanessa in which Vanessa has like no part of speaking with her. She's like, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to walk away. And Blair's like, why are you talking to her? We're not friends with her to Serena. And Serena's like, well, she's my friend. You need to relax. And so Blair threatens her and says, well, I have it out for her and you don't want to get caught in the crossfires of that. Mm. That was a warning, warning shot. Exactly. Watch out. Yeah, We can go to the restaurant where Serena had mentioned to Julian that they should go out after the play rehearsals for dinner. And so it happens to be like a double date, sort of, where it's it's Vanessa and Nate, Serena and Julian. And Julian is a pretentious asshat and he just is talking about himself and how he loves this and that. And Nate gets up to leave and Julian's like, wait, we're going to discuss, you know, more about the the play and Vanessa's like okay so she can't leave and Vanessa thinks he's pretentious of course and so then Serena persuades Vanessa to help her she and Julian have this like date and now she needs Vanessa's help yeah and the the date is to go over lines go over lines exactly yeah we can go to the next day at the loft, uh, Dan asks Jenny if Rachel has responded to his letter in which she has to inform him that Rufus has it. And Rufus shows up to uh, Rachel's very angry and returns the key and pretty much says nothing. She's in shock. He's in shock and, like, leaves. She was really also bad. setting the scene for some hanky-panky. She's lighting candles. Oh, yeah. yeah she's yeah. like, I need yeah, to see ready. you. She was ready. Yeah. Yeah. So then thirsty. Rufus tells thirsty. Dan, she's thirsty. Oh, she's thirsty. so thirsty. Thirsty. Midwest yeah. thirsty. Midwest thirsty. <laughs> the, then in the morning, Rufus tells Dan that it's over between him and Rachel, in which Dan says that he's 18 and he can make his own decisions and let Rachel make her own decisions and we'll keep it at that and angrily leaves. 
We go to the Vanderwoodsons where Serena and Julian are rehearsing for the play while Vanessa is in an earpiece for her, giving her the information she needs. And as Vanessa's on the phone, Nate happens to come in. He hears her say something, oh, how Julian's so great, and assumes that she's on the phone with Julian and that she's into him and they're seeing each other. Yeah, I mean, assumes, but like, like literally, like, I, I don't know what else you would want him to think. You know, like, right. I, know that, I know that, like, that's like, you guys are kind of like, oh, you shouldn't, like, No, because I'm like, oh, look at this typical thing happening. A misunderstanding, but like, she said, oh, you're so right, Julian. Like, like almost talking, dire- like, directly to him. Obviously, yeah. like, what is he going to think? If I heard right. you talking a bit, like, saying, like, oh, Liz, you're so right, I would think you're talking to Liz. <laughs> you're right. No, that's but true. Could and be talking also- to Randy talking to Liz. Right. But I wouldn't know that. Right. Sidebar, this has nothing to do with the episode, but I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> oh, like be in someone's ear and give them yeah. information? Yeah, on a date. Yeah, and help <laughs> someone on a date. Be like, wow, your eyes are beautiful. Wow, your eyes are beautiful. Okay. <laughs> someone get Michelle uh, on, let me on be the your, job. Let me be in your ear. <laughs> As Serena and Julian are rehearsing, her phone goes off and it's a Gossip Girl blast, another one. And it's a secret that Serena got into Yale only because they were allowed to do a press release on her and give them the publicity of having a Vander Woodson. And so she's like, ugh, all scattered. And they end up leaving to go to the play. We go to school and backstage, Blair is very upset. Dorota is saying to use her pain on stage. And as she's talking, Serena comes in and she blames Blair for this Gossip Girl blast because Blair and Dan are the only two people that would know this secret. And she knows it's not in Dan's nature to reveal this. And so Blair's like, I didn't do it. And Serena doesn't believe her, of course. So then now Blair believes that Dan is the culprit of all of the Gossip Girl blasts. Makes sense. Yeah. You know. We have a quick scene where Dan wants to talk to Rachel in private. They decide to go into some prop closet and he can't help himself. This is so, so Gossip Girl. And us staying away from each other cannot last. And they do whatever they do in the closet, whatever. They, no, okay, wait, 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 wait. We have to take a moment and talk about this because... He's like, I can't help myself. And he moves her charm bracelet yes. and then starts kissing the palm of her hand. Her, like, wrist. Yeah. And all I can think about is, like, you don't know where that hand has been. <laughs> social distance. <laughs> Ew, I know, right? Now, Isn't like, it never. in you doing green social distancing in everything that you're watching? And yeah. also, like, never kiss a hand. Yeah, gross. The palm of the hand. Like, palm. Even but, like, the palm. the palm. Like, oh, my God. Oh my and then God, we just had, like, these Zooms. Of them making out like three zooms in, and I was like, I know unnecessary. Why like the slow, the slow zooms. Like yeah. they kiss, but then they kiss again. And yeah, they kiss again. Yeah, like <laughs> let's get it. Yeah, so unnecessary. But yes. typical again. gossip girl. Again. Now we can go to, to the play, which I have been dying to have everyone watch this part of the episode, and I I hope that it translates to you guys. As funny as it did for me. Um, so we'll start out with the awkward passes between Blair and Dan, and Nate is annoyed by Julian, and they have like the first scene, and then Julian criticizes Nate's acting and what he's upset about because he says to Nate that 
he doesn't understand what it's like to have nothing and be broke and Nate's like in his head like dude I just was for months you have no idea but he takes that and goes and Vanessa's like wait where were you you're supposed to meet me and pick me up and he's just like I have to go so she's like okay you're so you're standing me up now like I don't understand what had happened so on stage we have a funny scene of Blair and Dan in some like trolley and she's whispering to him as they're like trying to act but she's whispering and then he says a line but then he whispers and they have this really funny long kiss quote kiss yeah it was a good job on their part to fake it right and so they're arguing and the music's going crazy i just like this part so funny and so then blair says to dan that he's the only one who knew all of the secrets and the signs are pointing to him And all of a sudden, Dan has this, like, realization and looks in the audience like, oh, shit, Rachel knows everything Mm. that I have said. And then we have my favorite part of the whole episode where, you know, Serena comes on. She, like, kisses Blair but, like, knocks her over a little bit. And Blair says that everyone's out to destroy her. And then Nate, like, breaks character and says, like, look, I know what it's like to be poor and my dad uh it was in jail and we had the fraud and and s ha- pretentious s hats trying to steal my girlfriend and then nelly says like she hates her fat suit while yeah. all while dan <laughs> is still keeping that, up that in funny. his stupid british accent he's like oh this is interesting i just thought the whole thing was just so hysterical and if it's been a while since you guys have watched this episode and you're just recapping with us go back and watch this scene because it is so funny they say you've been abroad, right? Uh, yes, I've, um... He's always in trouble with his uh, Whatever. You, you want feelings? Well, I, I... I hate these clothes, I hate this play, and I hate pretentious asshats who try and steal other people's girlfriends. In fact, I might just spontaneously punch one next time you get in my face. I know just how Mr. Beaufort feels. Working so hard for something... I just... I've seen it in this in this week alone now four times and I still just crack up every time because it's so like I was telling Aunt before we watched I'm like this episode is a very quintessential Gossip Girl episode because everyone is their selves and then they reveal all of their secrets and like what's pretty much been going on in their lives for months and so it's like oh this is just literally a continuation of everything that has happened you don't even really need to watch an episode to know what they're going through because they tell you on the stage. So I just think it's really funny. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. I'm glad. That's why I thought when you, when you said, hey, should Ant come on? I'm like, actually, yeah, this would be a really good episode because he kind of should know something, but you really don't need to know. Yeah. It was like, it was like a good thing. Like, all, like, like a, a recap. Like, yeah. Recap. Almost like a yeah. bottle kind of thing, but yeah. it wasn't quite a bottle. Right, right, right. Right, exactly. So the play is over and everyone loves it. The critic even says it's great. He's like, I love the way that you did the first scene so traditional. And then the second scene, you were inspired by these kids. And Julian is so fake and takes credit for what the kids have said on the stage. And so all of them are annoyed with him. And then Serena says, I can't believe I actually had a crush on you. In which he replies, Serena, I'm gay. <laughs> which Ant figured out. He's like, this guy's totally gay. Yeah, I knew. I, like, I mean, I didn't say it out loud, but like, I, you know, I knew it. It was obvious. Yeah, right. After the play, Vanessa goes to see Nate in the dressing room, and he's upset because 
he believes that she has feelings for Julian and she's so confused and she's like wait this is a misunderstanding and then instead of kind of making up Nate says we're from two different worlds it makes sense that you like the arts and I like ESPN and like we're different and she's like you haven't even tried and then she says a quote that he's like a child who thinks they don't like tomatoes but has never actually tried one and so I'm like yeah I guess that is Nate you know yeah, he's kind of sure. stuck in his ways a, young a little soul, bit a new soul he's you a can new tell, soul you can tell Nate is a new soul right he's totally a new soul out of the womb Yes. Fresh so, out of the womb, soul-wise. The soul womb. <laughs> soul womb. After that, this part made me crack up because Dan pulls Rachel aside, but all he does is pull her on the other side of a prop, and there's other people on the other side of the prop. So I'm like, why yeah. are you trying to hide here? There's other people. Whatever. He confronts her about the blast, and she doesn't deny it. She said Blair made her life hell here, and he compares her to the girls he goes to school with and says like you're just as bad as all of them and she won't apologize for what she's done and then he says like he's so disappointed in her and he leaves all then he goes up to Blair and says to Blair it was Rachel we just had sex in the coat closet so like you could use that for ammo if you really wanted to Blair goes over to Rachel says oh I heard you just had sex in the coat closet I'm gonna use that against you and Rachel says she doesn't know what has become of her. And in the chat on the Netflix party, we're talking and Sean and Mike and everyone's like, yeah, it's like the city and Blair, like everyone has affected Rachel in such a quick amount of time. And she's becoming just as bad as the girls that she teaches. And so Blair is hearing this and is kind of having like a realization too, like, oh, I'm just like that. And yeah, it sucks, and now I'm being punished, and Blair's and Gail has been taken away from me, and I think at that moment she kind of has like a turning point in her, in her life from now on. I also like the point where Padge says the difference though is Blair's a teenager, she's a student, and you're an adult, right? And you should know better. Yeah. You should and yet know better. You still did this, and you're fresh in your twenties. What? You're fresh in your twenties. Right. Yeah. You know. She's at you know. least I, you know. 23. Let's just right. say. I know. Like, just no, but I, the thing is, I for Patch to, to say that is like he's a high schooler. So you look at someone in their 20s, you're like, you're an adult. But yeah. we know, like, when we're 23, like, we weren't really adults. Yeah. Right. We were adult. like, adult. You yeah, know. I was like a quote unquote adult. I had a job. Yeah. And I engaged Mitchums. You did engage me. Oh, yeah. You oh, did. Oh, my God. You were 23. Shit, man. Yeah, I was 23 years old. God, yeah, because, wow. So I guess I was an adult. Never mind. I take everything back. <laughs> Everyone's different. But the fact yes. that it's how embarrassing for her to hear from a student, someone yeah, younger no. from younger than her, like, you're just an as bad as all the rest Yeah, of like, if at 23, an 18-year-old said, like, grow up. <laughs> right? Like, and you just had sex with that Shit. person, too. Yeah. Like, they just it's embarrassing. had sex. Because Dan's yeah. all, you know, oh, I feel bad for you and I feel for you. I have to see. I have to make sure you're okay. And we just can't help ourselves. Let me kiss your palm. <laughs> Let me kiss your palm. Let me kiss, Let your, me kiss palm. your palm. And then Auto did you palm. guys catch that he was even just spinning her bullshit from the play because those were his lines in the play. Yeah, because I noticed yeah. that he was kissing yeah. the palm, you know, mm-hmm. like afterwards. So it, it wasn't like, oh, even creative. Like... It's like he didn't even put any thought in there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
So while all of the rest of the students are working on this play, Chuckaroo has gotten out of it. We start out the episode with him going to sit at a restaurant. He bumps into an associate of his father's, Mr. Campbell. Before he can sit down at his table, his arch nemesis, Carter Bazin, is eating there and eating with a female none other than Elle, the woman who he tried to save pretty much last episode from these, quote, bad guys, and she ran away, and so he didn't uh, know where she went and didn't know if she was okay. So she's eating with Carter, and she says, no, my name's Haley. I don't know what you're talking about, and he pleads for her to be safe, and he's like, I'm just trying to help you out. You shouldn't be hanging out with Carter. He's not good, and she excuses herself to go to the bathroom, in which Carter and Chuck have it out, and this gentleman comes over and says your date has left through the kitchen she's escaped (laughs) yeah (laughs) later on we're at the vander woodson's chuck arrives home to find Elle there and she asks him for help has been on the road running from these men and she needs his help and she needed carter's help because she knew that he had money and wants to escape and get a new passport and so chuck's like of course i'll do anything to help you so he calls carter because he's good at crossing borders gets her this passport she goes in the limo with carter and he shows chuck that he has the tattoo symbol of the gentleman's club and so now chuck's like oh shit she's in bad hands and they got everything that they were looking for to begin with and says we'll take care of her and so chuck's like oh shit So he asks Mr. Campbell then to come back to his house and then talk about the Gentleman's Club. Mr. Campbell says he doesn't know anything about it and he can't help him. Chuck threatens to get the cops on him in which later on he says he can't say anything, but then he gets a text of a location. Which doesn't make any sense. Right. Because like, like, he's afraid somebody's listening to them, like then they can read his text message. I know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I also true. didn't think that made any sense. But who knows? Maybe he thinks there's camera. Maybe the Vanderwoodsons have cameras in their home Could or be, I guess. something. Oh, why true. Wouldn't, why wouldn't the authorities. That's what he kept saying. I, I'll have to get the authorities. Yeah, the authorities. <laughs> the, who, 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 who are, are the authorities? authorities? Who are the yeah. authorities? I thought that was strange, too. Um, so to sum up what's happening with Chuck, he meets at this location and Elle happens to be there. This is also very confusing. Um, and she's like, oh, shit, Chuck. Hey. He's like, you're okay. And she's like, yeah, they just gave me money, told me to keep quiet and I have to leave. And so he's like, all right, like, let's go to Sao Paulo. And she's like, no, I'm going by myself. You've been nice and all. But like yeah. she was just using him for his money and he got her the passport that she needs and now she's going to peace out. And so she tells him that he's sweet and that he should invest his emotions in someone that he actually cares about. I'm like, what? And this whole time he's like, I care about Elle. I care about Elle. I'm like, why? It's like he fell so hard just to take care of this one person who's new to his life. Uh, Yeah, it made, it just was strange. It's a strange plot there. Yeah. Uh, So to wrap up everyone's night, Vanessa goes over to Nate's with snacks and she apologizes and Nate's watching the age of innocence he's actually like tearing up he's like this is so heartbreaking they cuddle on the couch everything is all right with them 
We go to the loft where Dan apologizes and in, to Rufus and admits that Rachel wasn't who he thought she was. Shocker. Right. <laughs> um, and he, while he appreciates Rufus helping, he wants to make his own mistakes. Later on, Jenny gives Dan a letter from Rachel in which it states she's going back to Iowa and, you know, he's a good kid and, you know, she enjoyed her time with him pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shock. Thanks for the D. I'm out of here. Yep. Peen in the vagine. Peen in the vagine. Yep, that's it. That's all she wanted. She was thirsty, as you said, Ann. Yeah, thirsty. Then we get the last two scenes. We're at a bar. Blair is wallowing and drinking. Serena finds her, and she says that she's sorry. She knows it wasn't her that sent out the blast. Blair admits that she would have nine times out of ten done this, and it's right for Serena to think that she's the bad person that everyone else does and so you can tell that Blair is definitely like down in the dumps and she knows that Yale denying her is the karma for everything that she's done in her life and so she tells Serena to go and then Serena says but you know I still love you you're still my best friend and then quickly Chuck arrives he took Elle's advice Chuck arrives to go to see Blair in which we know she's at the bar, so she's not home. Dorota says she's not home yet. He says, okay, I'll wait for her. So he's, like, waiting. Like, we're doing this again, her. and not for nothing, but this is what made you turn. Sad sack loser. No, but I know. this one person, this woman that you just met, is like, oh, you have a good heart. Give it to someone who deserves it. But she said it in, like, a nasty way. I know, but, like, you right. don't understand. Like, him and Blair have been, like, like the people in the play, like, we can't be together. Well, like, not right now. And I think he just he needed he needed somebody new who like he could be maybe create this like new personality around. Mm. So like he wants to break out of who he was. Um, right. So he was ready to dump it into like some mm. random person. Love that, Ant. That's a great way of interpreting it because to me, I'm just like I'm not thinking deeply into it. But really, you should because I feel like from from this moment on and maybe you'll feel differently but I hope as we watch this episode I feel kind of turn, turns things around at least for Chuck and Blair and I'm not just saying for them together wise I think just character wise they both come to like realizations like oh I'm shitty and I should change oh that's good that is good yeah so to sum up the last scene Blair is drinking by herself we know Chuck's waiting for her at the house but she's there and Carter comes in. She's like, oh, hey, Carter, what are you doing here? And he ends and says, I'm buying you a drink. And, and comforts puts his her. Puts hand his hand on, on her, her lap. Don't like that. Too close. Too, Too close. close. Now, like, okay, that, wait. Is that not okay? No, that's not okay. <laughs> These, it's hard because you haven't seen any development as far as, like, Carter in the group of right friends right is that where you were going with like yeah because i'm like does carter and blair have a history that carter has a history with the group and that will be kind of more developed a little bit throughout at least the end of the season into next but um he does have relationships with them or he has had in the past so it will will they will go into that more okay um but that's where we end the episode yeah yeah, and yep. in the chat, people were saying that if it wasn't for the part of the play, that this episode would have just been like, meh. Which yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree with that too. It was a very typical 
filler-ish sort of episode um you know Rachel leaves and now we kind of have this like transition of Blair with the karma now she's realizing she's a shitty for once in her life she's realizing she's a shitty person and she should probably change so on that note we'll take a break and come back with our segments and our questions very excited yes yay Seth Cohen, Brooke Davis, Blair Waldorf. Sound familiar? It Takes Three Network houses shows surrounding your favorite nostalgic teen dramas. Whether you are watching for the first time or you're binging for the fifth time, you'll definitely want to check us out. You can listen to Tree Hill Talk, Let's Talk OC, and Three Gossip Girls on your preferred listening platform. And for more information, visit ittakes3network.com. Two, one. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed your break. We sure did. Yes. <laughs> Actually, tonight, Michelle, Aunt, and I are, are viewing each other via Skype. Michelle and I have been recording um, via Skype audio, and yeah. now tonight we tried it a little different so we could see each other. I think it's working out well because now we can, like, read each other's body language a little bit. Like, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys don't do nice. the video more often. I don't know. We just I don't know. Didn't we never just thought didn't. of it. And you know what, Liz? When I record just with you, I'm facing that way. I'm not even looking at the computer because I have my laptop set up on a stool <laughs> and I bring the mixer closer. So it's not a very comfortable. This yeah. is much nicer. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, this is a little bit much more comfortable for me, too, because yeah. the mic is like directly in front of me and I'm not yeah. like all cont- contorted. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with a little bit of trivia. The episode is based off of the movie The Age of Innocence, if we couldn't already guess. Um, If you want a spoiler, this is the last appearance of Rachel Carr. So she's on the island. Bye. Bye, beach. Bye. Boy, bye. (laughs) Boy, bye. And finally, the episode takes place on March 6th and March 7th, 2009, a month after. uh, And then I guess... For the audience, it was a month later, and also in the show, it's supposed to be a month later. Interesting. Uh, so maybe I they didn't. Were they don't really the talk then. about that, though. Okay, but this actually makes more sense because the fact that we open up and they're in a play, I'm like, we had no idea that these guys were going to do a play. Yeah, wait. Right. Was Julian? He wasn't in an episode previous. No. Like I, so no. Like, yeah, he was just like fresh in. So yeah. I guess it makes sense that there's been like a month. Yeah. Because like that was it. They were like, you know, balls deep in a play, and it had just seemingly just popped into existence yeah right yeah so i guess it it makes sense um some music in this episode we have hong kong garden by susie and the banshees north london trash by razor light carmen act two la fleur que de mavis (laughs) jeté by jose cara cara caras caras the best part is how you (laughs) mispronounce music and Kiss Me at the Gate by the New Monarchs. There was definitely a concerto in there. I know. They didn't list a concerto on the wiki page, though. So if you guys know which concerto was playing, I feel like I'm not cultured enough. I know the song that they play. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you the name of it. Um, 
Let's go over to Instagram because our friend Fassel has a little goof that I also found. But I wanted to give him credit for it because I miss Fassel and um, he hasn't been on Gossip Girl in a while. So he says, hi, guys, I have a goof for tonight's Gossip Girl episode. When Dan is with Rachel in the locker room, he is holding first with the left arm. Then after the cut, he is holding the right arm and then with the left arm again. I guess holding her yeah. hand, uh, palm. Yeah. Her palm, her palm. Thank you, Fassel. So thank you, Fassel. We can go over to Mrs. Boquist on Instagram, our friend Jess. She said, hi, ladies. Last week you asked what it was about Sag that the OG listeners liked. It's not so much that I'm a huge Sag fan. They are definitely not my favorite ship of the show. But honestly, thinking throughout the series, I am not sure that I liked either of their other significant others that they dated more than I liked them together. So alas, I will root for Sag Sai. Also last week, someone asked if there were any similar Padge car situations at your school. There was one at my school with a male ESL teacher and a girl in my grade. She wasn't ESL, and I am not sure how they connected. It was definitely confirmed after graduation, but I don't believe the teacher was ever fired or anything. Ew. Whoa. Yeah. In terms of tonight's episode, The Age of Dissonance, I never understand why this is a senior senior requirement to graduate, but Chuck is not there to participate. He's a senior, too. Nate mentions to Dan that he can't believe Chuck got a doctor to diagnose him with acute stage fright so he wouldn't have participated. So ridiculous. (laughs) Also, with all the car drama, why does Serena think it's a good idea to act on a crush she has on their drama teacher? Seriously. That's so true, Jess. Great point. Like, he's older. Maybe she's 18 at this point, but still, like, let's learn our lesson and, here. And he was hired in, right? He's not the drama teacher. No, he's school. not the drama teacher. He's just, he's like, a rando. So maybe that's why, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's just off the streets. Off yeah. the streets. <laughs> but still, I guess, you know, Serena's used to getting what she wants, so I'm right. sure she's like, oh, I could just try it. Sure. She also says, I love when Nate breaks the fourth wall in the play and relates to his character and it sets off everyone else breaking their character. It makes me laugh every time. Favorite quote, Blair. Do you know how hard it is to get revenge when your enemy is changing every five minutes? (laughs) That's all from me. Sorry it was so long. And then she has um, some three gossip words that she thought were good ideas for next week. So thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. We'll head over to Muse Chick on Instagram, our friend Vic. She said, so glad I was at the Netflix party. This was a very interesting welcome to the very dramatic world of Gossip Girl, Anthony, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was tying up storylines. So, of course, there was going to be some drama. Definitely. Uh, She says, it was really funny, like you said, Liz. The part with Blair and Padge had me laughing so hard. I can't believe Rachel was the one who sent everything. Even after she got her job back, she was still bitter and used everything Padge told her. That was a shady move. I can't believe Serena was into the director. Even apart from being gay, he was so into himself, which is such a turnoff. That's true. Oh my god, that misunderstanding with Natessa. Although it was so funny when Nate messed up the play on purpose and he did have that small stupid fight with Vanessa, I was so happy they made up. I think it's sweet that she wanted to watch ESPN and he was watching the movie The Age of Innocence. 
oh my god, that bitch turned out to be Renee from One Tree Hill. She's heartless. She's referring to um, Elle. Yeah. Uh, that scene where Blair and Serena was so sad. I said it before. I hate when they fight. And no Carter and Blair. Ugh, she's so vulnerable right now. She's sucks she isn't going to Yale now. Can't give you MVP, but shittiest is Rachel. Ugh, all of a sudden. She definitely knows what Gossip Girl is. Glad she is gone. Why do you think Serena was so quick to believe it was Blair? Is it because she said betrayal was in her nature or because she had fought with Blair earlier when she told her she'd be collateral damage if she stood by Vanessa? Because she's Blair. Right. None of this is shocking. This is something Blair would definitely do. Yeah, I only just met Blair and I totally (laughs) would think that. Yeah, she does this shit all the time. Exactly. Clearly, they're in this mess. You know, one of the big messes. Yeah. Right. She says, do you think Blair will actually sleep with Carter? Yes. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Carter seems to be a winner. Oh, Ant likes Carter. Interesting. He said Chuck's a loser and he likes Carter. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. She also says, Anthony, do you have a character you liked right now after seeing them? Who do you like the least? Ironically. Yeah, that's we just answered that really kind (laughs) of. I like Carter and um, I dislike Chuck. What do you think about the females? I don't know. No, Most... off mic you said you liked. Who did I like? Blair. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, that, that's true. <laughs> I did like Blair. I did like Blair, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a that's feeling true. he might like Blair. Yeah, why not? She's yeah. like, whatever. She, I like, she owned, you know, who she owns who she is, I guess. Yes. Yeah. She doesn't always, but in this episode, In this she episode, did. she did. Because, you right. know, obviously things came to an end, little annoying story. What do you think of Serena. Serena was... The blonde. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't like her. Yeah. I didn't like her, not one bit. And she wasn't even that Serena-y in this episode either. But still a little bit, though. (laughs) But a little bit. She just has this, like, her face. Like, you could see it. (laughs) I don't want to be too judgmental, but you could see it, like, in her face. Why I don't like her. Okay, interesting. (laughs) Uh, It's just like a look. She also adds, I love the new segment list, and I had fun guessing which scenes were with worked with each word haha ha, hope you have another safe week so thank you vic thanks vic thank you we have dell underscore vasto on instagram michael he says hey Liz, michelle and aunt happy thursday i have a few questions for aunt and michelle on this week's episode oh yeah questions for aunt <laughs> what were your first impressions and thoughts of the show were you lost starting midway through the second season? If you had watched this episode in real time, would it have made you want to w- tune into the following episodes? Um, I wasn't really lost. Uh, you know, like, I mean, obviously there's like a lot of characters just piecing them together, but it, that came together kind of quick. So I don't know. I, I kind of got everything. Uh, but no, I don't think I'd watch another episode. <laughs> if, I, if, if, I, if I only just caught this one, I would not move on. I could agree. Especially, you know, it was like the end of storylines, too. So it's like, I don't know. I don't need to start a new thread. with. Yeah, there's no cliffhangers. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess Chuck and Carter and Blair. I guess the Chuck thing. But you don't care enough. Right, the 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 triangle. Yeah, yeah, that that thing does kind of is interesting to me. I I do kind of want to see where that kind of stuff goes. I'll let you know. Yeah, Yeah, please. Yeah, keep me posted. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. Maybe, Maybe if there's an episode where all of that comes to a head and something really interesting happens with that. Okay. Like I could just join in, watch again, maybe. Okay. Sure. Sure. Something to consider. I don't, I, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. He says, questions for Michelle. 
I already spoiled this, but do you think this is the last we'll see of Miss Carr? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. That was quick. Yeah, but enough. Do you, do you think it was necessary for the progression of the show? I mean, I guess it's hard to say because you've only ever seen up to this point. So I don't know if it should have occurred in this show. I guess show. to be naughty I wanted mm. more pageant teacher sex mm. like I really mm. thought we were gonna wake up more peen, this, in, the like, more peen in the bean I thought we were gonna <laughs> wake up the next morning and then be in bed or something right I know you predicted that we would just go from last episode straight into the next day not that I approve of it I'm just right. saying I thought there would be more of it the way they were so passionately hooking up I don't know totally but no Uh, he says will Blair give up that easily and accept that Yale is out of the question or will she try some other means to get in I could see her trying other means to get in yeah totally but not not manipulatively because she's already done that and it didn't work Mm -hmm. but maybe she'll do something as she's changing and that will show good graces on her part I could see that happening yeah okay yeah he says, still another question, still another episode without the mention of the mysterious half-brother. Michelle, do you think that that plot is done or will it be revisited? No, I think it's definitely going to be revisited. And I'm <laughs> hoping we get to meet the half-brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says, question for all three. Were any of you in any of the productions in your high school that they put on? If yes, were they as over-the-top as this one? I only did stage crew. In I did ninth not do and, any. Ninth and tenth grade because I like that kind of stuff. And our plays, when I was in high school, we did West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the others, but they were good, but not, you know, like this. Right. I was too yeah. busy on the other stage dancing, not in, not in high school. <laughs> right. And? I didn't see any of them. And you weren't a part of any of them, I'm assuming. I was not a, I was not a, I was, I was not a part of anything in high school. Not even uh, friendships. Michael, were you? Aww. Let us know if you uh, were in a play or if any of you guys were in plays in high school. He says, here's my reasoning for why I like Satch. I am going <laughs> I to get a little personal. Okay. Oh, okay. Like others, that. I can relate the most to Dan, especially in high school. And high school me, hell, even adult me would totally fall for a woman like Serena. I totally get that. Yes. Her personality is a catch. She's loyal to her friends and family, like when she took the fall for going to rehab to protect Eric and when she took the fall for Blair when she thought she got those preg- when she thought she was pregnant. Whereas I find Blair to be more about Blair and doing things that would for the most part benefit Blair and Blair only. Also, I can't get over how creepy first season Chuck is. And how shitty he treats Blair. That's another reason why I am Team Sag. Dan, just like Seth, lived out of the dream of every nerdy kid in high school by having one of the most popular girls in school not only notice him, but date him too. Sorry, no headband counter for this week. I'll try to remember until then. M. No, I think I everything he said, and obviously it's his personal story, but it absolutely checks out and makes sense. Like, Serena... She is good. You know, she's always doing things for her friends and she is good with her family. But for some reason, I'm just like, I don't know why I don't like Sag is 
bores me. And yeah. Padge for me, in terms of like the nerdy boy, I'm like, give me Seth Cohen. Totally. Oh, yeah, for I sure. can relate. I, I just freaking relate more to Seth. I know, and I'm not saying Mike, obviously, Mike, I love your story and thank you for sending and all of that because I don't want to be like, well, this is not, it's not the Michelle show right now. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I, because every week I'm like, okay. And, and to go back what Jess said, how she doesn't like any of their other relationships. So she roots for them. It's kind of like the default. Like, well, they worked the best. So I look forward to seeing who Padge dates, who Serena dates, because it's true. I mean, the others so far that Serena dated was like Ugh. awful. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. So I hope to accept Sag. I think it's just they I don't know, they just bore me. Yeah, they they bore me too. And I'm trying to go back of me like circa two thousand and nine watching I don't remember how I felt about Serena and Dan. I totally don't remember. Yeah, and I totally because agree with of my... the other couples that take precedent. Right, but also to go back to what Mike said too is what how Chuck he like he can't get over how bad he treats Blair in season. I mean, I was so such a Chuck hater season one. I'm sure yeah. no one's forgotten. And still, I'm like waiting for that redemption, buddy. Waiting for that redemption, and we see it a little bit. Like, I hate him less, but I'm like, ugh, it's not right. Chuck did some gross things in season one. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. he's just, he has a lot of, his his money makes him think he has, well, he has a lot of power because of his money. So he's always gotten what he wants. And so when people go against him, he gets very aggressive. And we don't like like that. Towards women. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Not a fan of that. I can tell that about him the moment I saw him. Yeah. Every time you uh, guys say Sag, um, by the way, like it makes me think of like the SAG Awards. Oh, you should okay. have like you said you should have the Sag Awards, and I don't know any of the oh. logistics around it and how you do it or what it's about, but you should have it. The Sag. I think Awards. that's great. The Sag Awards. So because... should we award them when we're we're liking with them, right? Yeah, I think we should, or like you know, like a pro. Maybe it's like a pro thing that Sag does. Yeah, yeah. The Even Sag Award. They're broken up right now yeah who knows we they might who knows is right come circle again that was all we had on instagram we did get a a quick email from our friend sean um he gave me some three gossip words for the, the next coming week but he says i love this upcoming episode because it has a few scenes where it makes me laugh every single time plus we're introduced to a few different people i also want to thank you guys for helping me maintain my sanity during this weird time in our lives xoxo Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for joining us and sending us your thoughts. Yeah, and I think love it. that is all the questions we had. So thank you to everyone who sent them our way. We love reading them on the podcast, obviously. Uh, let's go into fashion. How many headbands did you have? <laughs> I had two. I had three. Okay, so at least it's last week I was totally low. And did not up to par. I counted, um, what's her name? Penelope's, because she was the maid. So she yeah. had one. Blair had the one when she changed the last scene. And then I had Dorota. But there was also a girl in the front, in the play, that had the yellow headband. That's who I counted. Okay, yeah. So her I and thought, Blair. I thought that uh, I wrote Dorota as a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked Serena's leather jacket. 
Yeah, she's always got the best leather, ja- best jackets in general. I love Dorota's pink robe. Oh my gosh, she looks so cozy, like a little teddy bear. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Um, I have Serena's sweater. Um, when they were out to dinner, it had like glitter in it, and then it had like a glitter tassel around it. Was her such neck. A, yes, it was a very interesting tassel. It was weird. I'm like, I don't I know where like it's it. coming from. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> what didn't you like about it? I didn't like it. Just didn't. I didn't like it. I wasn't into it. Okay. I don't really have any other words to articulate around that. Did, was cool. there any fashion you were into? No. Okay. I didn't like anybody's <laughs> okay, cool. fashion. Okay. Oh, I love Vanessa's neon clutch. I knew you would. Love that. And that She's is a lot of neon staples. Yeah, and that's so on trend right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Uh loved Blair's outfit that she changes into after the play with the white uh white shirt with the black lace on it and the skirt and the headband. I love that. So typical Blair. Yeah. I even loved her costume for the play and the way she wore her hair with like the low curled bun. She's and beautiful. The brooch. I liked her brooch. Yes. I had both Vanessa's plaid coat and Chuck's pinstripe ch- mm. trench. Mm-hmm. Liked that. Mm-hmm. Some quotes that you like? Yeah. I feel like I'm in labor. <laughs> Hello, Yuki. Aren't you sick of brooding artists? People aren't jealous of you, Blair. They hate you. Ooh. Is today April Fool's? <laughs> I always want to believe the best in you, Blair, but bottom line is betrayals in your nature. Yeah, that was so good. Mm-hmm. Poor Miss Iowa. Gossip Girl said that. <laughs> You're like a kid who swears he hates tomatoes and has never even tried one. I believe you, Miss Blair. You've got a good heart. You should give it to somebody who cares. There Ouch. was there was a quote where Blair said, I'm an actress. And then I thought she said, I'm a seagull. She did. She did. I'm a seagull. She did say that, right? I'm a, yeah, I think, she, and I was like, okay. I don't really know what that means, but yeah. Um, and I loved, I hate pretentious asshats who try to steal other people's girlfriends. Student sex in the costume closet. Is that Heartland Values? <laughs> She's got some of the best one-liners. And if I, when we tally up, like when we're done with season six and all of the quotes, I bet you most of them come from Blair Waldorf because her wit is just, she's it's perfect. I mean, I don't know who's writing her lines, obviously, but. Right. Definitely Josh Schwartz. <laughs> They're very witty. Yeah. Short, quip, witty lines. My yeah, guess. it's almost my like guess. a Sethism or like a Taylorism, but in a very bitchy way. Yeah, mixed with like summer. Or even a bit. summer, yeah, definitely a little summer. Yeah, summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to do MVP and shittiest? Yes. Got the man. Oh, I got him. <laughs> okay, MVP yeah. on one. Okay, three, three two, two, one. one. Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> Wait, who'd you pick? Carter. Carter. My fave. List, H- why'd you pick Vanessa? I chose her because I felt like she was a good friend to Serena. She helped her out. When Blair confronted her, she's just like, bitch, please, and walked away. I thought it was so funny. Um, I love how she told Serena Julian was like a piece of shit. And she's like, why do you even like him in the first place? And then she put Nate in his place when he... She, when he said that they were from two different worlds, she's like, no, you're just copping out here. That's bullshit. And I was like, yes, honey, give it to them. Love it. 
I agree. And I also love how she did end up going to see him at the end. Yeah. And then she's like, we can just watch ESPN and yeah. cuddle. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. that I right? love, 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 love Vanessa in this episode. What do you like most about Carter, Ant? Um, I don't know. I, I just like the way he just won. He just won. He just won in this episode. He's you know, Mr. Like Still he, Yo Girl. Yeah, he was. He was like. He was a step ahead every single time. Right. It's true. It's true. You know, You're very so correct with that. I, I like that in a character. Like when they're like a step ahead, and like the person who thinks they're like like they're great, or I don't know, whatever people think they're great. You know, and they just get beaten down. It's nice. <laughs> it's good. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. Glad we could appease you, Aunt. Um, shittiest? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. Chuck. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Go okay, ahead, why'd Aunt. You why'd you Chuck? pick Chuck? Because he's the loser. <laughs> he lo- he's the loser to the person who won, so. Okay. And oh, I, okay. I, the thing, the truth is that, like, I didn't feel enough about the other characters. I liked that storyline the most like i think i just you know like i said before like i i was most interested with that because the illuminati because the illuminati thing and like the fact that you know that that kind of whole power thing really exists Um, yeah and you know you could tell that he just he thinks he knows what he's he's doing like in this like realm but he has literally no idea that's true he's very he's good at niche things like getting people to do things for him that are like beneath him but when it comes to like his right. peers it, he's... Yeah, he's, he's so green in the whole thing so he's just got a lot to learn and and it seems like you know uh, carter uh, knows more than him right now yeah definitely carter is actually a year older than them too so he does okay. technically have worldly knowledge more than chuck and he, and he, and he travels I mean, he, he just travels yeah he's always on other places um, Michelle, Rachel. Yeah, uh, for obvious reasons, but the fact that she did take down Blair, like, I understand that this person tried to take you down and try to ruin your career, but you went, you went through with it and slept with a student, and then you ended up going the next step and sending Gossip Girl, who you claim you never heard of, <laughs> Last week, she's like, what's Gossip Girl? And I'm like, bitch, you're Gossip Girl. I read right <laughs> through you. You're Gossip Girl. Bish, you know exactly Bish, you know. who Gossip You Girl know is. because you are. So that's why. <laughs> okay. Bish. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like stooping really low, lower than your students is just ridiculous. And then I feel like she wasn't even using her brain, like giving no. Jenny the key and the envelope and them with the notes i'm like you're supposed to be much smarter than this i'm sorry everything just seems really stupid to me <laughs> right agreed uh yeah all right so it's time for our patron of the week Woohoo! Woohoo! it's patron of the it's Patron of the week this week is our new pledge, Kelsey. Kelsey! Yes, I read on Let's Talk OC on Monday the message she sent us on Patreon. It was so sweet. But I I called her sort of keeping up with the Kels. 
Keeping up with the Kelsey. <laughs> like keeping up with the Kardashian. You guys get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because she's keeping up with our podcast, she's been listening nonstop because she works overnight and it's what's been keeping her going. And we can't thank her enough for pledging with us. And we're just so happy to have you with the network. And we love that you're already liking things and participating. It's so much fun. And I hope that you stick with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Michelle, it's that time of the night where you can disentell what you think is going to happen. I'm going to give you our three gossip words for yes. next week. Okay. Three gossip words. Title for next week is The Grandfather. Mm. And those three gossip words are Trip, Legacy, and spiral shit (laughs) okay so I think that Carter is going to take Belair on a trip okay and I'm not sure where the grandfather is this based off the godfather is this where the inspiration came from okay so that I think they'll go to try. I mean, do I want to say grandfather? I don't even know. Did it? Did they mention if Blair has grandparents? Um, they haven't. This, okay, so maybe they go see a grandparent, and because she has a long line of Yale in her family, mm-hmm. right on her dad's side. Well, her dad okay. went to Yale. Her dad Howie. went to Yale. Yeah. Little so, souls. <laughs> I'm a. Oh. It's like, who is she talking to? And here comes Liam. Here comes Liam. Um, Yeah, so maybe they go and talk, and she's getting close with Carter. Even though Blair, maybe she is changing, I could see her hanging out with Blair because she's going to work on herself, and so emotionally she can't deal with Chuck. Okay. So now Chuck's ready, but guess what? Blair's heart's not ready. Exactly. Yeah, we got to get into college first. Great prediction with that. So with that, I think Chuck's going to spiral a little bit because it's like, holy shit, now Carter is with his girl. Mm. And so now Chuck will spiral a little bit. Plus, we have to figure out this whole secret society thing that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And Carter's a part of it, so. Right, exactly. So it all ties in. And then, so the thing is, like, Padge and Serena – they're both kind of starting fresh now. Yeah. Because they are broken up, but they are getting along. Because right. they, they're never they, really, like... There have been times when they don't speak, but I feel like right now they both have this mutual understanding. Like, hey, we didn't work together, but mm-hmm. we don't hate each and other. And we did have a, a quick scene, too, we didn't really mention, but Dan does go up to Serena and say, yeah. it was Rachel who did this. And so she said okay well thanks for telling me like they just had like a mutual understanding so I'm not really sure what's gonna happen there because I mean I don't I really I think it's gonna be more focused on like the Blair and the Carter and the Chuck spiral situation I am just hoping selfishly that we have Lily because aunt didn't get to meet her I know Lily she's my favorite no (laughs) (laughs) yeah but those are my predictions with your words okay great so now that you've predicted all of that uh do you have an inkling of who you think gossip girl is well of course i want to say car again because 
the bitch to literally <laughs> like everything Gossip Girl talked about was because of Rachel. Yes. But now that she's going back to Iowa, but like, is she though? Hmm. Or is she just going to remain? And was she ever in Iowa or is she always around? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grasping at straws. <laughs> exactly. So you know, unfortunately, what I'm going, she has to grasp at straws at this. I point. have to. Can no, you, I, know, I know. Now that you know, so Aunt looked up who Gossip Girl is. I did. Truth. And so now that I'm you lord it over you, yeah. But now that you know, it's so hard to make a prediction. Why? I'm, I'm not even listening. <laughs> what? What do you mean? No, I'm, I'm telling you how hard it is for oh, me to oh, make a prediction. Yeah, I, I don't envy you. That's why I needed to know. That's why I looked it up. Eh. I was like, I can't live with this. Are you happy with it? I'm not I, I'm not even making a comment about it, Michelle. Yeah. No comment. It's best off, no comment. Yeah, don't come to me with that. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go with Carr again. Okay. Because it's understandable. she literally was Gossip Girl in this episode. Okay. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us, Anne. I hope this experience was fun for you. Oh, it's always fun. Okay, I'm glad. It's uh, always fun to be on the podcast. 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 husband. He always yeah. gives us um, interesting feedback and generally has the opposite opinion of what we do. So it makes for good content. Yeah, sure yeah. does. And like we yeah. hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you like what you're hearing and you are an Apple podcast user, then definitely give us a review. Five stars is cool. If you want to head over to our Patreon page, maybe you want to join our Netflix parties on Thursday. We live stream the episodes and we have a great, awesome group chat with everyone. If that's something that interests you, you can go over to ittakes3network.com and make a little pledge. And uh, you can reach us on our socials, Three Gossip Girls Pod, on everything, even on Gmail. And we will see you next week for The Grandfather. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.